Guys, record? Welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Michael. And I'm Max. I'm getting fucked up, Torres. Let's go. We're just going <laughs> to jump right into it today. All right. Well, welcome back. Um, we took some time off to enjoy time with our families over Memorial Day weekend, consume a ton of soccer, and stuff like that. So, um, happy to be back in the same room as you guys. Max, not you so much. <laughs> it's okay. We're here. Um, so, Max, how have you been, man? Sore. Riding. Yeah. I rode a hundred miles yesterday. Yep. That's insane, by the way. Yeah. No, you guys heard though. I got the hives and oh, shit yeah. like that. It was really pollinated and dusty and windy and shit. I have a video of me uh, going up a hill um, with the wind against me, and I'm, go- I'm not going anywhere. And you can just hear Yikes. me be like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did you go exactly? Like, what was? I your went route? from Newburgh to Salem, back to Newburgh, back to Salem. Cause, just like loops uh it was a down and back kind of thing okay. there was it was a low, sort of a, like a loop but it just it the anytime you go north it was like 25 miles it's just going against the wind yeah and it was just awful especially going up towards Newburgh it's Damn. all empty so. it was awful and then all the dust yeah. and all the pollen yeah. it like it's fucked up my year. car a little bit cause the check engine light came on cause something was dirty oh god it was fine it's gone. Yeah, but still but it's just like, yeah, because of all the dust. Yeah. And then, like, I was getting hives because I was so itchy. It was so bad. You had a bad reaction to something. Yeah, sunscreen. Shit-ass sunscreen. Shit-ass fucking sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I didn't get burned. So I guess it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you've just been, like, cycling a lot. Yeah. I'm deep. doing... Let's see, I got... About a month and a half left until uh, Seattle to Portland ride, and I have. I'm gonna be doing 100 miles, like maybe once or twice more until mm-hmm. then, and I'm gonna do a 150 mile ride nice. in like good shit. a month. Yeah, That's sick. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah, dude, I can walk Seattle to Portland no problem. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking legs hurt right now. Oh god. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh, what about what's you, up Michael? with you, Michael? Yeah, what's up with you? Yeah, I've been good. Uh, Manchester City won the title, obviously. Won the FA Cup as well. And the title in Ted. What? What? I was, didn't want to spoil it. <laughs> Too late. Uh, uh, I think it's. I think shit. we're past. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it yet, it sucks to suck. Eh, it's it's suck. not a big surprise. But. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been good though. Honestly, just kind of chilling. Yeah. Going to the gym at yeah. least five times a week. Nice. What? Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight for Palm Springs. When's Palm Springs? Uh, in a week and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been going at it for like a month or two months now at the gym, so. Cool. I've lost 10 pounds already. Whoa. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Nice that's good. I wish I could do that. I cycle and I just eat whatever the fuck I want and then it just comes back. <laughs> I, wish I got I the biggest gut right I now. I wish I could do that. But hey, my legs are fucking jacked but that's about it yeah tree trunks what about you ian how you been yeah i've been good um went on a little family trip to the coast yeah i saw that um which was great to watch the boyo the little one at the beach Mm -hmm. like 
getting sand in the his wee mouth. little will little ball. Yeah, getting sand in his mouth. Did he like it? And then, oh yeah, he loved it. <laughs> and then like more. trying to brush the sand out of his mouth with his sandy hand <laughs> and not like connect. You know, it's like just being a one year old. Um, and it was nice that Amelia had time off from medical school because it's not a lot that we get to spend quality time together. Yeah. Um, made a trip up to Seattle with my dad to see the Mariners get Papa Hawksford. Their, sh- their shit kicked in. Yeah, Papa Hawksford. Um, we got to get him on the pod. One of these we got to get him on the pod. <laughs> he would. He would love it. Big time. Um, so yeah, I've been good. Like weather's been great. So yeah, no no complaints. Um, well, I feel like we're kind of on a good roll here. Max yeah. is like three beers deep. I'm looking for my phone. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were looking for your phone. Hold on, hold on. Shh. It's literally in the guy's lap. Is it's it? It's actually on the ground yeah. right by your feet. Right by your Same feet. difference. Oh, there it is. Got it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's just go into kit check. Um, I'm not wearing one today. I'll Chuck just check. get that out of the way, but... I'm looking at our wall of kits here, and if I had to talk about one or put one on, it'd probably be uh, my U.S. jersey home from the 2014 World Cup. Um, it's got no name set on it, but what's mm-hmm. cool about mm-hmm. it is it's got Clint Dempsey autograph on the front. That's so cool. Yeah, and it's an authentic, so it's got like the vents on the side and stuff, and it's all mesh on the back. I wish they kept that jersey. Um, I know it's that a great one. It, when it first came out, I I'm remember a... being like, "This just looks like a golf polo," but it really yeah. grew on me. I think it was a really good um, combo with the po- the rocket pop one. Yeah, is that buttons? Yeah, it's got yeah. it's got oh, two nice. buttons up there on the collar. I want to get Dem- such a I wanna, sucker for the buttons. Yeah, and I want to get the Dempsey name set on it because I feel like it'd be a really nice compliment to the um, the, the legend, the, the the autograph. So that's the one I would put on right now if I were to put one on the goat. But uh, Michael, I'll go to you. For... Uh, I'm wearing my trusty Hamburg shirt. Yep. Uh, they were in a relegate or a promotion playoff today. They got their asses handed to them. Are they in League Two? Yeah, I didn't know that. They're about to get. They were in third, but then they got their ass kicked by Stugart. So, oh, Stugart. So who won the playoff? Uh, Stugart. So they're staying oh, okay. in the Bundesliga, and are they? No, they're going up. up. Oh, they're, yeah, he's no, no, they're sta- oh, so go ahead. The Bundesliga is weird. So the fir- the bottom two teams in the second they Bundesliga have a playoff. Yes. So the bottom top two in the second the Bundesliga. That's honestly kind of cool. That's cool. I kind of like two that. In the Bundesliga, they go up and go down, but then the team that's in third. Third to last. In the second Bundesliga. In, in the second Bundesliga, and then third to last, they play against each other to see who goes up or who stays in the Bundesliga. Oh, that's... Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. The team who's in it. who's in the first in League 2 and third to last in the League 1... Who's in third in the second league. In the second Bundesliga. So the team who's third in the second Bundesliga... Okay. Plays against the team that's third to last in Whoa, the Bundesliga. Whoa! That's fucking cool. I like that. It's different. I, I like learned it. something I new today. I had no idea. idea. Thank you. Wow. That's always the, probably the most intense match. So Stuttgart stays in the Bundesliga. Because yeah. it's kind of crazy to think Stuttgart has gone down that low. Yeah. I remember it was like 10 or 15 years ago. They were they the real the deal. Like, yeah. yeah. They I remember. some hard times for sure. But. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good well, for them. Max, I think you have the, uh, the winner... Oh, dude, this is my first non-Sounders jersey, MLS jersey. Yeah. 
I like it. Got the Barco Peach jersey. The from Atlanta, Atlanta United. United. Okay. Yeah. 2019, I think. I think so, yeah. Or 2019, yeah. yeah. Authentic, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It is a very clean kit. I mean, if you want to go white kits, this is probably top for sure. Yeah. I like this one. one. It's just clean. Yeah. You know. I was telling Max before you got here, Michael, that I had the home from 2018 long sleeve. Mm, I don't honestly, I don't know what happened to that shirt. That's so sad. You were telling me about that a while ago, too. I I don't know what happened. I remember. It was when I was working at Adidas, and like every once in a while, I scroll the website to see if there's anything worth buying. Yeah. And I saw that, I was like, "Yep, need that immediate." Yeah. Well, I, I like Atlanta, personally, because of Pineda. Yeah. Pineda? Yeah. 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 Um, but I like Atlanta. I've always kind of felt good with Atlanta because they did beat the Timbers in the Wells Cup. Yeah. <laughs> so that there, gave me so. yeah, and I was there. Uh, it gave me more reason to buy a a kit with the gold star too yeah um but their fan when i was i went to that cup game a while back and it was the fans were super nice like i had a lot so no, southern, southern hospitality bad, yeah nothing bad to say about them they were yeah. just really welcoming really yeah they were they were good but jealous um, yeah Cool. All right, well, um, oh. Max needs to get his fourth beer of the night. I yes, four, I do. Right? This is my four? third. I'm going for my go fourth. For fourth. Okay. Go but for before four. he does that really quick, um, we're going to just go over some uh, some of the recent matches since we've missed a couple match weeks here. Um, and then we're just going to do like an MLS news roundup. So uh, Phil Neville getting fired is an example of <laughs> one thing we'll be talking about. And then uh, we'll close you guys out. Really happy to be back. Bear with us on this quick break. Go on. All right. You know what? Just do it. We're back. Thanks for the permission, Max. (laughs) Just fucking do it. Um, Sweet. So since it's been a couple weeks, we are going to go over the standings for Western Conference and Eastern Conference. I'll just jump right into it, starting with Western Conference. So at the top, we've got St. Louis with 28 points, then followed by Seattle, 27, LAFC, 25 points. Dallas in fourth, sitting on 23 points. San Jose also on 23 points. Vancouver in sixth with 21 points. Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. in seventh with 20 points. Followed by Austin with 19 points. RSL with 19 points as well. And that is the playoff picture if the season were to end today. Um, following um in 10th is Houston with 18 points, Portland in 11th with 17 points. <laughs> Kansas City in 12th with 17 points, followed by Colorado with 13 points and sitting in dead last in the Western Conference, your LA Galaxy only 12 points. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah. Sad days for them. Sad days. I'm taking over the East, so Cincinnati is sitting on in first with 39 points. Clear front runners it's, in the supporter shield. It's not even game. close right now. They're so good. Yeah. Nashville keeps going up and up. They're with second and 31 points. Philly is in third with 30. New England keeps dropping further. Mm. They're in fourth with 27 points. Columbus, fifth with 24. Atlanta in sixth, also 24. D.C. keeps going up. They're in seventh with 23. Orlando, eighth with 23. And Max's favorite team, Clit FC. Clit FC. Charlotte is in 
ninth with uh, 21 points. <clears throat> Going down below the playoff line, Montreal sitting in 10th with 19. New York Red Bulls 11th with 19 points as well. Toronto in 12th with 18. <sighs> NYCFC keeps dropping further. They're in 13th with 17. Chicago is, has 17, 14th. And last in the East is Miami with 15 points. Not as bad as Galaxy, but they're still yeah. last. Yeah, all right, cool. Well, now that you guys got a clear picture of what the standings look like in Western and Eastern Conference, we're just going to go right into match week 17 results. Um, first, we'll discuss the games that we watched, and then we will give a quick overview of the results from the games that we didn't watch. So I think it's only right because a lot of our other episodes have started this way in this segment that we talk about yeah, the Sounders keep, first. Going, yeah. yeah, we're going to keep it going. Another truly, truly disappointing week uh, for match week 17. A 0-0 draw against Portland mm-hmm. at home in Seattle. We failed. 42,000 fans. 42,000. Probably 42, the best. I thought it was like 32. 42,000 no. is the official number. Yeah, it, probably the best attendance that they've had all season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been six years since we've beat Portland at home. That's a, that's that's rough. That really, that's the like walking that away from that game, I was like, all right, you know, it's a rivalry. Portland, Portland always plays us tough. Like, I'll take that result, especially when you consider how we've been playing. Mm-hmm. When I saw that stat, though, that's what really it didn't feel as good anymore. <laughs> Max, I want to hear your thoughts on the game. Sounders, on Sounders Timbers. I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Max is dejected. I just what pissed me off was the comments after by Coach. Yeah, just dismissing it all, mm-hmm. saying there's still. Po- I mean, I get to. why, but. I just don't. I don't think we're. <clears throat> the mindset's not there. It's pretty doom and gloom right now. It just fucking sucks. Honest. It's yeah. it's trash. We're not. Like you, we're gonna talk more about the Champions League, but look at those teams, right? We couldn't even compete with those teams. Not this season, no. Yeah, God, no. Not even close. We probably get. We went from Philly. Club World Cup to this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that is just like disappointing, embarrassing, all that stuff. We shouldn't. We can never fucking beat. Timbers at what was it been like six seven years six years, like that's yeah it's embarrassing. I'm just I just give up. I'm giving up. Like all credit the Timbers, they played a super defensive game. They're they, fucking shitty though. They, they're, they're horrible, but like they played their game and they did it right. But like, and Geo knows how to play us. Geo has our card. I'll say that, and that's fine. I respect that. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we're the Seattle fucking Sounders. Yeah. We're the Seattle fucking Sounders, dude. With, it's just like with how great of a coach Schmetz has been up to this point. I think you think you think wall. you think he'd figure out a way to beat Portland? <laughs> yeah, like time. like like, just, cool, like you can say, oh, like they they, they have our number, like whatever. But it's like okay, but you should recognize that they know like what you're doing me. and like change it up a little bit. Check and he refuses. Checkmate. I mean, yeah, or, yeah. I guess so. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird because it's like, does that mean like we have like a system that is it? change doesn't change or like right is it like it's been six are years we, are we not evolving enough like, i mean i said this i a thought they learned a lesson back, i feel like the league knows exactly how we're gonna play 
That's why these teams like Austin, he did. RSL, SKC, yeah. they know they knew how to play against us and, and it grind sucks because we have a weakness. Which I felt like in the past when we won trophies, it's just like you can't fucking figure us out. Like mm-hmm. we know how to fucking. But Timbers know. That's all I can Timbers say. Timbers know, yeah. And that's sad to say. So zero zero. You can. Like, come you on. guys can take this bit of information in whatever way you want. Um, but when I was driving up to Seattle with my dad, we were talking about the Sounders' unfortunate recent blunders and all that. And I asked him because he's from Seattle and he doesn't know Schmetz. Like they're not like close, but they know each other. And my dad has worked with players who have played for Schmetz before. Mm-hmm. And I asked my dad, I just straight up, I said, "Does he?" Do you think he is kind of a pushover in the dressing room? Does he get mad after bad results? Will he yell at players? And my dad said from what he's heard from players who have played for him before that he will, like, lose his shit. Mm-hmm. He, but, like, he's very selective in when he does it. Um, and so, but that was, like, a long time ago. So yeah. he could have changed. He could not. Maybe he doesn't do that anymore. Or mm-hmm. maybe he does it. He, did, he found a way to do it differently that he think might work better but I so I don't know I mean I feel like with that bit of information I have like a little bit of trust that he's trying to like light a fire mm-hmm. under these guys asses but well, no, after we the first time we played Portland here mm-hmm. after we lost he was yeah. he came living into the press conference yeah I remember you saying that he, he literally like came out and said like I was just we just got finished yelling at the team like he was absolutely limited, but then this is Schmitz. the one uh, Schmetz where they play against the Timbers here. Here, yeah, okay. Uh, but when we, when it was up in Seattle this last weekend, he was very just very calm, very stoic. He yeah. seemed happy with the result. I mean, I can see that just based on the way things have been going. Yeah. It's like you'll you'll take a especially a shutout draw. You'll take it because you think. There's, you know, there's probably a little bit in him that thinks we can build off of this. Like, there's there's stuff to build off yeah. from this game. Whereas, like, previous games, they they probably didn't even really watch film from it. It's just like, what do we... There's nothing to pull from yeah. this. Like, we just played bad. Yeah. The one thing that I've noticed, and I told myself while I was watching the game, was uh, it almost felt like um, there's probably not much of a rivalry there anymore. It felt flat. Yeah. It felt very flat. For like both just sides. Like, I'm not yeah. even excited to play the Timbers anymore. Yeah. I don't care. And it's not that, you know, it's not their responsibility for me to... I guess so it is. But... Yeah. I it's just like it... It's so not... Different. There's just... Something's not there. Like, I don't hate them as much as I did. <laughs> and I think... Uh, I think it's because we just don't fucking play well against them, and I'm never looking forward to it because it's like, well, we oh, don't have much of a challenge. Egg. Yeah, yeah. Like I, now, I know. Like I have nothing to expect at this point when we play them. Yeah, that I rem- remember when we would beat them, and it'd be yeah. like, holy fuck, we could fuck them up, and we did. Even even uh, when Dempsey scored that last yeah. minute In header, three, three, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, when we were playing a man down, they wanted like it. That, it just yeah. seems like we don't want it anymore. Yeah, feels like that not only against Portland. <laughs> it sucks. Um, but that reminds me of two separate topics that I wanted to bring up, if it's all right with you guys. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, the first one is 
how bad Nico Ladero played. Uh, he he, dude, this guy, this guy, he was so wasteful. I wasted? tweeted it. I tweeted it, and you you like retweeted it or something, Max. I I just said he's so wasteful. It's like he's, and he like I feel like I, I get. As his career goes further and further, I get more and more frustrated with shit like this, where he's trying to um, thread passes that he can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a, he's a second too late to put it through. Yeah. Or switch the field, and it's like, well, it's telegraphed now, so it's going to get turned over. But then, over the weekend, he was turning over passes that were like ten yard open mm-hmm. passes, or his first touch was really bad and turned it over. He was by far the worst player on the field for both teams on Saturday. Really? I think so. I don't know who yeah. was the worst player. I think the whole team was so I don't know I don't know if you guys like are kind of feeling the same way with Nico over the past couple games. I just I don't know. I kind of like I'm ready for him to like we clearly need a big change he, and yeah. he's kind of a part of the old guard now. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on. I think, I think you have. A, I, I think you have a good point. And I said this even before that game. I was telling my dad, like, he either needs to. We need to ship him out, like, just get rid of him, or he needs to be told, "Hey, we're happy to have you stay, but you're going to be like a rotation player, or you're going to come on like late in games yeah. when we like need an offensive spark." I just I don't, don't. know. I don't see it in him. I don't see it in him anymore. I can see. I don't know. I just don't think. I think you have a good point. Because right now we're going through this like rough patch, rough fucking patch, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I don't know, we're at Casey level. Like I don't know <laughs> what to do about this. Yeah. But then it it makes sense if if Nico is part of the problem because he's really deeply rooted. Yeah. And he's the center of our our whole team. Yeah. And if he's not doing good, then we don't do good. And. uh my dad said the same thing. He was just like, Nico just fucking passes the ball and just gives it away. And I'm he like, was, that's all he was doing on yeah. Saturday. That's all and he like, was he, doing. The, again, my dad knows, he doesn't know soccer, but he, he, knows, can fucking, he knows enough yeah. to pick up yeah. more than I can. And he'll say shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then like two couple of games later, I'm like, yeah. fuck, he kind of was right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that um, if we had a new number 10, that would be huge. The thing is, we have a number ten. He's not in the right spot. I think if we put Ruznak in the in the ten where he you think? supposed to. One thousand percent. I think so too. It's one actually. of those. It's one of the. I feel like it's um, Nico's yeah. Nico's situation is kind of reminding me a little bit of Harry Maguire, mm-hmm. where he's the club captain. He's one of the more expensive players on the team. So. The manager might almost feel like I have to play him. Yeah, he's he's this, he's that, but yeah, I think Rusnak or Rusnak, however you say it, no disrespect, but um, I think slotting him into that spot, I can see that. I just get excited even like thinking about that. Because imagine a trio with Rusnak, JP, and Vargas. Yeah, as a center. I I mean at this Christian going down the wings at this point I I would love to see it yeah like let's change something and let's change something let's let's really because that's a big mix up it's only one player but that's a really it changes key player yeah 
to the it, team over the past few seasons. So let's make a big change. Let's try something like that or that exactly. I think uh, that is a good part, but I think there's another side of it. It's like, dude, we can't fucking score. Like, yeah, it does, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Maybe we can't score because Nico is like the linchpin in that whole thing, and every ball he's trying to play you see is Rudy getting S? turned Ooh, over. That the, fucking the header. Problem is, or, though, in the last game in San Jose when we had like the two point like five expected XG, goals, yeah. Nico like played the game of his life. He looked really good. He was setting up past like perfect so chances, but then like hey, Bear was just yeah. it up. And Rudy I think if Nico can play to that level, he can't consistently I know, though. Can, like, get some sort of rhythm going. Yeah, I mean, back, I'd I love to see it. I love Nico. Don't get me wrong, I love him and like everything he's done for the club. But I do think it's time for something new. I don't think he's the dude anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to bring up with the Sounders is. Um, I have a friend from college ball who's a big Timbers fan. I think he thinks he's like an ultra or something. Like he, got, <laughs> he got. But I, I love the guy. Um, just giving him some shit. But um, he went to he he did an away day um, over the weekend, and um, he posted a picture on his Instagram and was like happy to finally see a game in Seattle and see how shitty their ECS is. Oh, God. And I was like, damn, like, he, he's going for heads right I mean, now. Yeah. And then I thought about it, I, I let it sink in a little bit, and I'm like, you know, I haven't sat in ECS in a long time. It's It's been since you uh-huh. and I were going to games. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like just watching on TV, it doesn't have that same electricity. And granted, it's we're post-COVID, you know, the world is a different place, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm just kind of like, what what happened? Like, why is it not as hype? Did certain people in that were, like, higher up in the ECS organization move on? No. And there, so that we don't have the same leaders anymore? Like, why does it, why do you guys think it's not, is it because the team's not as good anymore? I think like, it's partially the team. Yeah. I do. Because I think it, when it is, it's weak compared to how it used to be. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. That's for sure. Uh, I think that um, team success has yeah, big correlation you, with how we look. Agreed. Um, it goes with the Timbers too. They, I mean, it's just like when they do shitty, it's like no one fucking cares about the Timbers. I feel like the difference with the Timbers, though, they're the, I guess it's called Timbers Army, um, is that when they're playing bad. They still get numbers in that section. Yeah, because it's the whole stadium. That's fine. They're still getting the numbers. Yeah, they're still... It's Whereas when... ECS, it's just that one tiny section where before, even when the few times I went with you, it used to be those two sections right next to it. That used to be just full ECS. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, so maybe like if the Timbers are playing bad, they'll, they'll get the numbers. Maybe they're not as loud as if they were playing really well, but they'll still get the numbers. Like, it's still packed out in that section. Yeah. Now think... when the cameras show ECS is just it's it's almost it's embarrassing dude it's a smaller crowd like I need to go to a game (laughs) yeah bring the hype (laughs) I need to get it back yeah I know just every time I go to the game it's it's we should all go to a game hyped right we should all go to a game um we should um it's hard it's hard to say because it's just like I haven't been I only went to one game this year so far yeah and I think that I think all us old heads 
<laughs> old yeah, heads. I nice. think we all retired, <laughs> yeah, so it's a little yeah. different. We didn't. There's no one really going over there getting consistently and getting hyped. It seems so. And then post COVID's really big yeah. in that. And yeah. it does. It also another thing to me. It seems more like family oriented now. Like I see more like family type people in there. Whether it's like, it looks like oh that's a dad and his like eight year old son or like a mom and dad and a kid you know it just it seems more like they're kind of just welcome to a wider range of fans yeah which is fine but also there's a little bit it's like no exactly when we went we were shit-faced and just like (laughs) saying fuck every five seconds and shirts are coming off and fucking yeah we were definitely we're trying to get in fights we were yeah we were up for games for sure like you know and it just just doesn't seem it doesn't doesn't have that feel anymore I think a lot of it really has to do with how the team's doing because we feed off them they feed off us yeah it's just like sure it's either us or them and right now it's I feel like it's them I mean they they need to figure They need to fucking pick the shit. That's so, why I'm just like, I'm fucking done. Like, yeah. that's, Exhausted. it affects me. Yeah. It's like, I can't keep rooting for a team that just, it feels like the, and the, I've said this before, maybe I said it to you, I don't know. It feels like the fucking Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know what changes you need to make, but you're not going to make them. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. This you're you're going to try but... to work your way around the salary cap and do things cheaply. And get away with it, and it's just that's what it feels like with the Sounders. It's like you need to fucking sign players, you need to fire coaches, you need to do all these things. Like there needs, there needs to, be to be changes, big changes. and you're not going to do any of it. See, the problem yeah. is when we got rid of Garth. That's what I'm saying. We didn't get rid of Garth. You know Let's yeah, just make it clear. Yeah, he he decided to leave. Left. You know what's crazy is we had three predictions at the beginning of the season. One, yours was San Jose, and that's coming true. Yours was the oh. Smetcher's losing in the locker room. Seems like it's coming true. And yeah. me was like, I think it was because we lost Garth, and yeah. that's coming true. I mean, I think a lot of it, too, I was thinking about this earlier today, a lot of it roots back to um, Henderson, Chris Henderson leaving. Yeah, I think so, too. Such a great recruiter. Because I was watching old highlights of the Sounders earlier, they, and it's like... We're going to get to the Miami thing, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, well, actually... But I those, guess... were, those were Hendo's teams. Like, those players that we had back then... Like, he played a big role in signing a lot of those players, like, who are, like, fucking club legends can't be touched now. Like, Ozzy Alonso can't and the like. Yeah, the untouchables. I think he was able to bring in Ozzy, uh, Rosales, <laughs> Deuce, Obafemi, like, those are some massive names yeah. that he brought into the club. He had jackals. <laughs> he had jackals. Uh, okay, I think I think that's enough for the, uh, the Sounders rant for this week. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully they can figure it out. Hopefully they can build off a decent result against the Timbers, even though we know it should have been better. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, Michael, what what game are we talking about next? Uh, we're going with the. Uh... One of the weirdest games of the week, DC versus Miami. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I'm happy to talk about this one. Two to one to DC. Of course. Yeah. And then never got fired. Yeah. Yep. Um, As he should. You, yeah, you would think coming into this, Miami stands a pretty good chance they're going to have the new manager bounce. Um, oh new... wait, this is after the firing. This is yeah. After. Okay. Okay. Um, the manager. I'm. Yeah, what's his name? Javi. I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, he he was a um, <laughs> he was a Inter Miami Academy coach, 
kind of came up through the ranks. He's been with Miami for a few years now, yeah, I think. Um, and honestly, I think if Miami didn't get the early red card, it would have been a completely different game. Um, because Miami, even a man down, they yeah, did they really did okay. Sequences. Yeah, they yeah. did okay, and they they did well to defend their net for that long. Because mm-hmm. I think the red card was handed in the fifth minute. Check uh, seventh to Miller. Okay, yeah, seventh minute. So they they defended a man down for a long, you know, big portion of that game. Um, And yeah, I mean, it took DC (laughs) until like the seventy fifth minute to score. Um, It's kind of insane. It's a long ass time. Benteke. Benteke got his goal. Yeah. Yeah, Benteke got his goal. He's He's climbing up the ladder for a goal scored uh, in MLS this season. He yeah, he's good. He's and I yeah. I think he. It would have been cool to see him come to MLS a few years quicker, a few years sooner. He would have destroyed the league if he came in his actual prime. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I think he would have scored more goals like in his prime in the EPL. He yeah. wasn't wasn't scoring that much. I don't no. even think he was starting that much. No, he much less for Crystal Palace. Palace. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know what what do you make of the game? What do you think of the red card? It's like obvious, right? It was, a, it was a clear red card. Yeah. Like you can't. It'd be silly if he got a yellow for that. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah, it's early and refs are afraid to call the make those calls. But like that's the rule, though. He's last yeah. man back. Clear you, goal scoring yeah. opportunity. You 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 have to get that card. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. No ands or buts about that. Uh, other than that, honestly, like Miami was in it for most of the game, but I feel mm-hmm. like just Wayne Rooney has got his team clicking. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, would have I thought never the same thing. I was that. thinking about the same thing. Like, who would have thought that Wayne Rooney, after failing, he's coming back? He just needed like a good place to start. I think a little rough start, but Dar- that's okay. And yeah, yeah, like you know, obviously Darby was not a good fit for him because they were going through a lot financially yeah. when he was there, and he <laughs> was you know doing what he could with very little that he had. Um, but yeah, he's got them on like a roll. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna like knock off like ten wins in a row or something. No, but they're definitely gonna but make they're, the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. I think it's a really good group. I think he's got he, he they they um had a good summer as far as transfers go. I think Click was like a Mateus Click from yeah, Leeds. That's a massive, Huge yeah. pickup. He's a, he's a great number ten for them. Um, remind me the um, the. The first goal, it was oh, it was um, as Tom Bogart, MLS insider, <laughs> said on Twitter, goal, goal the, of the, the year, goal of the year. Um, it was a corner kick. They played it to the far post. Brynbaum headed it back to where it came from, and or what's the um, the big center back for DC uh, United? Pines. What's his Pines. first name? I oh, forget. But dude, that guy is that guy. I'm no offense to him because he's he has three goals this season. Mm. DC is playing really well, and he's a big part of that. He does not look like a soccer player. No, he looks he like, like so awkward. Being yeah, there. yeah, he's super big. Like he just doesn't look like a soccer player. But yeah. he's he's a great center back, um, and he like he forced that goal in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long has he been with DC? I think he's only I'm for, not like, sure. A or two, I yeah. Think. I think he's fairly new. Yeah. Um, but he's not one of Rooney's boys, but Mm-mm. he's been with the team since a little yeah. before that. Yeah. It was a great, gritty goal. 
Um, and then the second goal, as we alluded to a second ago, Benteke. 90th minute. Yeah, got his. Miami with a little bit of a consolation. But Just it was it, it was, was it was a good goal. Yeah, it was a great goal. It was early in stoppage time, so you oh, thought yeah, maybe, minute, maybe yeah. because maybe. there was like eight minutes of yeah. stoppage time, so you thought maybe they can level it up. But it was too little, too late. Um, Miami just like, I mean, they shot themselves in the foot with that early red card. And, and you and have to the, imagine if they didn't get that red card, it'd be a different game. Like different game. I th- yeah, I could. Speaking of 0-0 draws with Sounders and Timbers, I think that game could have easily ended 0-0 if they didn't lose their um, center back in the seventh minute. Um, Big if. But yeah, I think I think we covered the the great points of that. Um, Honestly, yeah. Rooney's was... got Rooney's got them that team clicking, and uh, Miami bit of a shit show. Hopefully, their new manager can right the ship we'll for them. I haven't um, seen any rumors about an actual. Manager, no, I think I think they plan to stick with him for at least the rest of the season. Yeah. You know what would yeah. be kind of cool? I think you would agree. What if we got Yedlin back? You've brought this up before. I disagree. I know. No, wait. Time out. You I mean, hate rolled on. I hate rolled on, but, <laughs> but, 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 we didn't talk about this in the Sounders, but Cody what, Baker what is him. No, but what if we got Yedlin? That's not my question. I think Yellen would be a good locker room piece, but Cody no, I Baker think he would be. I don't know. Cody Baker is good, and I like him, and I think he is the guy. But mm-hmm. what if we got Yedlin? I think just bring back that old it'd team, be 2014. Cool. That'd be fucking <laughs> sick. It'd be cool to have Yedlin back. Was Yedlin um, on when Montero was on? Yes. Yeah. They had one season overlap before okay. uh, Freddie went to their Portugal. Dude, we need Yedlin. It'd be cool to have Yedlin. He's back. not happy over there. I don't think he'd be. Um, are you kidding me, dude? I don't know. He I'm lives in Miami. He's <laughs> in Miami. Did you see his Instagram? Like, he's yeah. up. <laughs> he, he's not doing great, though, over there, is his he? His team's not. His team's horrible, but he he's himself. Cap- he's club captain. He's yeah. he's playing pretty well, I think. When he's out there, he's playing really well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it'd be great to have him back. Cody Baker, pit bull. Just three or five. Mr. Worldwide! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry if, uh, if your eardrums are busted now because of that. <laughs> Michael, go ahead. Transition us smoothly from that bullshit conversation we were just having <laughs> into what's next. Give your balls a tug. Give your balls a tug. Uh, so we're actually going to be going over some MLS news that we missed over the past basically week and a half, two weeks. Yep, a lot um, has happened. A lot has happened. One of the biggest Ooh. ones is third coach of the season to be fired, Phil Neville from... From Inter Miami has been fired after Finally. just yeah. um, sixteen games. I think we can all agree. After just sixteen games, it was a little well in this season at least. It, it was oh. a little overdue. He I was surprised been... he was still at the helm at the beginning of this season. Honestly, I feel like after they made the playoffs last season, but they True. probably should have been fired after the playoff run just because the team just wasn't playing well. Yeah, I'll say this: they're going to be dangerous now. I feel like if they get a good coach. They have the pieces there. They have all yeah, the pieces. Yeah, they definitely have the pieces. They don't have Except, according coach. to Phil Neville, they're, they were missing, or they are missing a creative number 10. <laughs> and he was just trying to, like, they bide have, his they time. They have uh, Pizarro. Pizarro. Yeah, Pizarro. I know. Like, if they actually what? used him, then they could. Yeah, but that was, that was Phil Neville's, like, big thing, was we don't have a creative number 10. They had Pozuelo at some point. Yeah, I know. 
That's what he said. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. The new manager will be able to get just more like, out of how the, the guys fuck? in that position. So, yeah. in that position. Do you, how do you, how? I mean, I understand they had injury problems at the beginning of the season. Joseph like, Martinez. Joseph was out for a while. Campania was out for a while. But, like, mm-hmm. they had them both back and they still weren't doing anything with that. Yeah. I think on, uh, he had more losses than wins by the end of his tenure at the Inter. Do you remember when they had uh, Matuidi or whatever his name was? Oh, Matuidi. Yeah. Matuidi, yeah. That's but insane. That was, a, that was a whole thing, but... I know, I know. It was illegal, but still. <laughs> That's insane. Um... Okay, yeah. So, I mean, uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, Miami going with a coach that was coaching an academy team. Um, seems like, I, th- I think, I no, I think they're going to stick with him for the rest of the season. No, that's fair. I think that's yeah. the plan. That's fair. Because um, knowing that club, they'll they'll probably try and bring you in a manager. Get over there. No, I think they'll. I think they'll probably go with. I wouldn't be surprised if they went with another European yeah. manager, um, some think, someone who has more of like a big name, because that's it's like comes with the nature of the club. I think the one rumor I actually just saw when I was reading through a different article, um, Tata Martino is being rumored. Yeah, I heard about with that. With Inter Miami. Yeah, that would be sick. Is where where was he last? Atlanta, Mexico. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be really that'd be cool. really cool. Yeah. I would be all for that. Yeah, because he coached Joseph too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when Joseph was MVP. firing all cylinders. Yep. Yeah, that would be yeah. sick. Is I would love that. That'd be really league. cool. Yeah, bring him back. Bring him back. That'd be so cool. Now, damn. Imagine, so imagine like in the summer window, I want they bring that. back. They bring Tata in, and then they also bring in Messi. It's not going to happen, oh, but like... fuck that. God damn it. It's a little topic. It's kind of like a sub-genre of the firings. Who do we think is next? I don't know. Oh, that's hard. Oh, who's next? Or who do you want it to be next? Who do you, who do you think should get the sack of all the all the teams that are underperforming? What do you think? Honestly, I've thought this for a while. I think Gio Savarese... Nope. Casey... They're not gonna fire him. I said that. That's uh, what I want. Ago. That's what I what we want. Yeah, but yeah, I think Gio, I was thinking Geo too. Severance should mm-hmm. be fired, mm-hmm. just because the Timbers have really have some de- really decent players, and he's still not getting them to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they fire him, then we could beat him. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe so, but probably so fucking not. Yeah. To win for the Timbers, win for the Sounders. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you? Who do you think should get the sack? Yeah, I think. I think Gio's a good shout. Ask me again in like a month, and I might have a different answer. That's fair. And it might be controversial. That's right. I see where you're going. Yeah. You're going to say Brian Smetzer? I, I, I'm not putting names out there yet. Holy shit, he's going to say Brian Smetzer. Ask me again. Ask me again in a month. Ask me again in a month. Although, if um, I want to go like a different route besides just Gio, I think uh, Alec Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. I like him. I, I, fuck I, like, I know. He, he seems like a. Um... But here, wait. I like him because he's. I like the rivalry we had with Toronto. And yeah. he challenged us just as much as we challenged them, and it was respectable. And he's a good coach. Um, that's, that's actually a good, that's a good question, though. I like that. Yeah, and I think. The mention of Vanny is a great segue but I think, into our next. I think Vanny's topic. a good coach, and I think. No. Yeah. Oh, go on to the next topic because I think that's. 
a big part of it. Yeah. So our next topic here with uh, the MLS News Roundup is the drama surrounding Toronto FC. Huh? Elliot? Toronto? Yeah. Toronto, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Galaxy. No, I don't. There's drama there, too. No, yeah, I don't want to talk about Galaxy, dude. That ship has sailed. Quick thing before we go into that, just so people know. Yeah. uh, Klein finally got fired from the Galaxy. Yep. So that can, like you were about to allude to, that could mm. bring some big changes to them, but like, that's, there's not much else news around that besides just... Remind me, what was Klein's official position? GM. He was right? GM. GM, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's All kind right. of doing multiple jobs at the same time, yeah. too, so it's, it's a whole shit show over there, but... So, Michael, since you've kind of got the floor right now, why don't you introduce us into what's Toronto. going on at Toronto? Shit's in the fan of Toronto. Yeah. To be honest. Well, Bob Bradley is a piece of shit. Well, let's let's let Michael no, but you're, tell I, us I what's going on. Yeah. So, Bob Bradley has a tendency, whether he's a U.S. coach or a LEFC or even at Swansea City, he kind of does the banning thing where he kind of big mans people up. Like, he wants to be, like, that voice in the Alpha. locker room. He, he has to be that guy. Yeah. And obviously, with his son there, oh, God. his son is, is the beta and well, he's the alpha. That's how it always is. And that's how the players see that, too. Mm-hmm. So Bernadeschi, Insigne, like they're beefing with both Michael and Bob Bradley, especially yeah. Bernadeschi. Yeah, so he can't be just to recap, um, Toronto's not playing well at all, despite having probably the biggest payroll in MLS off of Insigne mm-hmm. alone. <laughs> um, and... Bernadeschi made some comments in a post-game interview about something needs to change, and it's clear that he is alluding to um, Bradley leaving or Bradley um, changing his tactics. Changing his tactics, yeah. Um, and they had a whole team meeting yeah, or like, like team, team meeting, leadership meeting, yeah, a bunch like... of meetings going on. He said, she said, type of shit. Um, and that actually, that athletic article did a really good job of mm-hmm. breaking down. I everything. think it was who wrote it, Paul Tenario Tom, and Tom Bogart. Yeah, um, great article. Bogart. Yeah, Bogart. Bogart. <laughs> Bogart. Whatever. I, I thought I said it wrong. Right I don't here. know. I don't yeah. know. Um, so yeah, there's clashes between players and manager, and then to pour salt on the wound. The captain of this club is the manager's son. So oh. Bob Bradley, manager, coach, whatever you want to call him, and then Michael Bradley, his son, is the captain. The thing that's kind of interesting about that, though, because obviously like, Bernadette made some comments like to Michael Bradley, saying, like, oh, you're just you're just a daddy's boy, whatever mm-hmm. whatever some shit they said. But yeah. Michael Bradley's also been the captain since before, before Bob came. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Bernadette knows that. When he's kind of the center of all of it, yeah. To be honest, but I will say one thing: being in, being Bob Bradley in this situation and Michael Bradley, that's tough. Like, yeah, if you've ever if you've ever worked for even just like a relative, it's tough because people, no matter what, people will look at you differently. Mm. So that's tough. I I kind of have some sympathy there, but I don't know. Toronto just seems the the GM Manning hmm. guy seems like a total tool absolute clown so he Max I don't know if you know this how he um, decided he was going to um, sign Insigne and Bernadeschi Insigne came from Napoli 
Bernadeschi came from Juventus, is he saw that Italy won the 2020 Euros, Uh and so he looked up players from their roster who were going to be out of contract. (laughs) (laughs) Something I would do. On Transfermark, yeah. On Transfermarket.com, which is a website that we've all used. How is this information credible? Um, sources oh, from what, yeah he said it okay and in that article there's multiple sources that are currently in the team and from formerly okay in the team. go on go on um so that's how he decided he was going to sign those guys and i don't know he just seems like in the tone i got from that quote was that he was proud of himself that he did that video game he thought that was clever yeah, he, like, he thought that was he thought that was so clever that he did that <laughs> And it's like, and then if you keep reading, someone they they quoted a former employee saying that he it's his way or the highway pretty Time much. Out. So who was the GM when they were really good? Manny's been there for Manny's, a little it while. Was so how the fuck did he go from that to this? He might have not been as hands on with that sort of thing back then, but oh my god, and we're kind of going all over the place they got here. Lucky. So I that's apologize, really what it was. But and Greg Vanny. Well, here's the thing. Here's where I got a little pissed off reading this article. peeved off. Yeah, a little peeved. <laughs> was Vanny, um, after, I think, the season after they won MLS Cup? Or maybe it was after one year after they lost. But anyways, he was out of contract. He tried to renegotiate. And, of course, in his renegotiations, he's asking for more money, more responsibility. Of course. He wanted to be the head coach and sporting director. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. And they told him, no, you, we don't want you to be sporting director. So he leaves. To go to Galaxy. Goes to Galaxy. They bring in Bob Bradley, head coach and sporting director. Yeah, he demands yeah. the same things. And what they him right away. the fuck <laughs> is going on up there? How do you tell one coach who took you to multiple MLS Cups and won you one, no, you're not going to be our sporting director. It would have been dangerous if Manny stayed. How do they let him leave and they bring in someone else and they give the new guy, Bob Bradley, exactly what the old guy was wanting? Multiple MLS Cup appearances, one-time winner was wanting. That doesn't make any sense. Bob Bradley's making more money than Manny was there, too. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's the principle. It's yeah. the principle at this oh, yeah. point. Like, Some, uh, yeah. it's just this Manning guy seems ridiculous. I feel like he might be the root of the entire all the problems. Me I too. Agree. Me too. Like, yes, the players and the coaches can clash with each other. Like that happens everywhere in every club you go to. Yeah. Like, Another thing too, this Manning guy in that athletic article, he's quoted saying that he really really draws from his experience with the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles and the Houston Rockets. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. What roles did he hold at both of those sporting clubs? I went and looked it up. He was like the director of corporate sponsorship. Nothing to, nothing nothing to do with day-to-day playing. None of that. Scouting. He was like a just a suit at these different... At Philadelphia Eagles and Houston Rockets. So, I'm just like, this guy... First of all, lo- it sounds like he loves to hear himself talk. Oh yeah. Second of all, he um, he thinks he knows everything and he he won't be told otherwise. Mm-hmm. So I think he might be. It sounds a like very a guy. Rude. He sounds like someone who who's given everything to him. Yeah. He, he never went through any Could kind be. of adversity. Yeah. Nothing. 
He sounds like it sounds like that because when you put it like, oh, I looked at transfer market and I signed these guys. Yeah, it's a FIFA <laughs> thing. It's like I'm proud of it. It's like yeah, that's a good signing, but you don't realize what you're doing. It you I think like that's that's a guy who literally has just been given everything in his life. Mm-hmm. I do want to pose a question though. With all of that in mind, everything we all just talked about. Do you think that Manning would be quicker to let go of Insigne and Bernadeschi or Bob Bradley before the end of the season? Do you think what? Uh, if Manning, Manning would get rid of Bob Bradley or Oh, Insigne he's going to get rid Bernadeschi. of the players. You think so? Yeah, because he's he's a Bradley soccer. He really <laughs> I, is. I, I do think there is like maybe uh, unwarranted. The whole thing is O'Neal is over there. Suffering, Shane O'Neill. I'm glad you interrupted me to say something about Sorry. Shane O'Neill. Jesus Christ. Um, I disagree with you though because there's so much money tied up with Insigne. Maybe Bernadeschi they could justify to an extent, but I don't Never. think I. I there's so. I mean, Insigne is on like sixty million. Oh yeah. my god! Like it's this, insane how much money he's making. It, it, I mean, it would just look. Alone, it would just look bad if he just dumped Insigne because he wasn't getting ri- getting um, along with the manager. Yeah. I think I think Bradley goes before, definitely before Insigne. Are you I, talking about Bob Bradley or Michael Bradley? Bob Bradley. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, so yeah, I I would say the the manager will go before those players go. That's right. Unless it's the player asking to leave, mm-hmm. which is possible. The Italians bringing the drama. That's what they know though. how to do. They're, they don't deserve that, honestly. I don't know. Bernadeschi seems a little difficult. He was like, he's he's been cited like vaping at the training grounds. Like he's an attitude problem since he was at Juventus too. Yeah, yeah. He, he he seems like a little bit of a head case. One of those players is like, oh, like what what could have been, what could have been a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Like, well, kind of had kind of a little bit of a head case. What's next? It was Elliot. Oh, it was? Yeah. Well, this is shot time. <laughs> this is yeah. shot time. I'm going to take a quick on-air break. Um, this quick on-air break is brought to you by Crown Royal Regal. <laughs> Apple. Apple flavor. All right. Oh, man. Congrats on the Oregonian. <laughs> and fuck LAFC. Yeah. More like congrats on LAFC losing. Oh. Come on. It's like medicine, dude. Anyways, back to the actual game itself. Yeah. Alright, will we talk yeah. about it? For those of you that yet. don't know, oh, um, dude. the CONCACAF Champions League concluded last night mm-hmm. with LAFC going down to Lyon on a final Leon. 3-1 um, score aggregate. Um, Lyon won the home le- their home leg 2-1, and then they... Um, Took care of business last night in LA, beating LAFC one nil. And of course, three five two already controversy there. They were throwing bottles and drinks three, at Leon. What do you call the the, the, fan, the supporter section? Thirty five. Thirty five fifty two. Yeah. Is that what they call? Yeah. I don't know. Some dude. shit like that. But they're why do they call them that? I don't know. What the fuck they're is that? Is that their shit, phone number? So. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Dial it up. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I saw after Leon scored, the guy went into the corner to celebrate. And just, there was like one person sitting in the front row that just let oh, it yeah. rip. the beer. Let it rip. And the security guard just stood there. Oh, I brother. Yeah, I'm like, what? This That's guy cool. stinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, as Sounders fans, I think I can speak for everyone um, when I say we are happy to be the only uh, MLS team for at least one more year that has won this tournament. At least, yeah. Um, and I think it also um, solidifies that victory, the Sounders oh, yeah. victory a little more. It kind of like reminds, um, hopefully, I don't care if it reminds anyone except for LAFC fans how difficult it is to win that tournament. Because I think that those those fans thought they were going to come in and just destroy everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say, um, despite the shitty Sounders play, this uh, makes up not entirely, but most it's of It's a that. short-term high. Yeah, yeah, and I am... This makes me happy. <laughs> um, I think you're right. It does solidify it how hard it is to win Champions League and, it, and that makes me feel better because when we won Champions League oh my god just like dealing with not um just looking at the comments and like looking at the people who are just like well, you had a shit schedule all this and, it's like okay yeah. well, we'll just give it time to prove yeah and uh this was a close call when I was like fuck LAF season here yeah I mean don't get us wrong they're a good team yeah. right yeah. but yeah. the fact that they did the one basic thing that you don't do they did that with Tillman's comments yeah disrespecting like that's I told Ian today I was just like that's the um definition of US soccer right there honestly yeah that's being pretty that's why I can't follow US soccer it's because and you mean like US men's national team yes yes and it's just because they have zero respect for the countries they play, and that is a big part of making progress in soccer. It's like you gotta, That's fair. especially Mexico. I mean, they have a lot of history, way more history than we do. Yeah, like mm-hmm. pff, yeah, easily. And you have to respect the teams that you play in Champions League because they have dominated. We've won once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, out of how many editions? Like twenty, thirty. Yeah, and so it's just like. For you to say comments like whatever he said, I know what he said, but I couldn't tell you what exactly what he said. But it's just like, um, and then and then not back it up, not back it up, and it's like you have no experience playing the Mexican teams. You have no experience playing the Mexican teams at home. This is what makes me appreciate like Brian Smetcher a little bit more too. He's very good at this kind of stuff. I think he understands it and he respects it, and that's Mm -hmm. why we are where we are. Yeah. Um, but it makes it makes me feel better because it's like ah, oh, we get to relish in this for another year. Yeah, yeah. So if you were on Sounders Twitter, oh, it's so I fucking funny. Absolutely, hoots <laughs> bonfire for sure. Oh, uh, even Instagram, really, dude. It was yeah. all over social media. Yeah. It was great. It was going off. It was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, like Max said, I think it was a good. At, at, at the very least, we it was a good that. distraction from how bad the Sounders yeah. are playing yeah. right Honestly, now. <laughs> we needed that. We really did. And I didn't even watch the game. I just kept track because I was yeah. like, if I watch this game, they're going to come back. I feel yeah, like. I feel jinxed. So it. I watched it the last minute. Yeah. And, uh, man, that felt good. Felt good to see. Because mm-hmm. um, LAFC did not deserve to be winning stuff like that. Yeah. I Period. Think, and I think, like... Someone I mean, said this did on you Twitter. See, 
Did you see the tweet from Alexi Lawless oh, talking God. about the treble? Yeah. I mean, oh, that guy's fuck that up, guy's Alexi. an ass. You can pretty much dismiss anything that guy says. But there was other people even before he said that. I saw mentions on Twitter of, um, "Will will we call this a treble if LAFC win yeah. the uh, Champions League?" Which is just insanity. Um, but I did want to. I did want to. Sorry, really quick. I wanted to read one tweet. For, that I saw last night that was really great and it's kind of like multi like there's multiple haymakers within this tweet <laughs> um, it says are LAFC an all time great MLS team or did they get extremely lucky playing against historic choke artist Philadelphia Union <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say important stage. I was just gonna say someone said something about how every time they play Philadelphia Union it's just a bunch of choke artists yeah, so and I'm just like that was, makes sense it though was a, it was a reminder that LAFC is a great team but still lost and then the um, the cheap shot at Philly I love that tweet. <laughs> that was a good one. Anyways, good one. anyways, um, that's all I got. Well, I'm just scared now of LAFC in the league now. No. They're going to come. Oh, I thought they been coming for blood. No. They they're going to be. They have five over. games no, in hand. Not. I think they, they have five games in hand. Yeah, they're that's like, the scariest part. The that's the scariest part. Five games in hand. And they're still in third place in the West and like fourth in the Supporter Shield. That's but terrifying. when we won, where were we? We're like in tenth. No, I don't think so. I think we're in like third or fourth. But also, yeah, but they didn't win. They didn't win. Again, the we didn't know that. We didn't know that by that time. That's the, what I'm saying. Like the at this time, in the, we were just like, oh, we're gonna take supporter shield. We're gonna take all this stuff, and we won it. Yeah, but following the Champions League, the mentality is different when you win and lose. How did Toronto do after they lost? good they didn't make playoffs yeah but LAFC is also a different team That's how did the they do after the 2021 we beat them in playoffs in the we first beat them round. in playoffs but they still d- d- dominated most of the league though. how did the RSL do RSL shit so it doesn't matter that's <laughs> what I'm saying they're not I don't think I think this might be I think I think that's their same I think that uh, teams are gonna look at the film on this one hmm. because you see Bodega Dude, Bonga. dude was non-existent. Seriously, he scored in the first leg, barely. But in the second leg, though, he was he was shut down. Yeah. yeah, some of the shit that he was. I mean, he missed an open cross in the beginning. That's not very characteristic of him either. Exactly, he would bury that. Normally. That's what I'm saying. At home, yeah. Fucking hate LAFC. Fuck oh, yeah, them, okay. dude. They're I just, just yeah. I wish I mean, that club goes to shit. I wanted to see Galaxy play <laughs> better than them because I like Galaxy. Always, they got classy fans compared to the LAFC. Yeah, um, I. They're just mm. such a good team that I'm not. Good, I'm not <laughs> confident <laughs> enough to go out on a limb and say they're going to be bad for the see? rest of the season. Um, but hey, if, if you know us, you know that's what we're best at. Um, so yeah, moving forward, we're going to kind of change the format of this podcast a little bit. Uh, Michael's going to go into more detail about that. So Michael, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, so obviously, like I guess in listening, we've been kind of doing general MLS talk, all the matches, our own matches that we like to watch. But we're actually going to be kind of bringing it in a little more. Going just over Cat the Cascadia team. So obviously we're all Sounders fans. So we can go more in depth with that. We're going to talk about the Timbers and the Whitecaps as well. That's gonna be our main focus going forward. 
Yeah. I feel like it'd just be a lot easier for us to really rein it in to have one central focus instead of just a general yep. league topic. Yep, I think we'll get more out of this. And uh, for anyone that's listening, if there is anyone listening, you'll get more out of it too because <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get more detail and it'll be a lot more authentic and um, I would say passionate as well. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you guys have heard our Sounders rants. Like, we go, we go in-depth. Yep. Yep, so looking forward to um, bringing that to the table on a more consistent basis and spending more time covering the the teams that are more local to us. Um, But that's it for this week. Um, Really fun episode, guys. Good stuff. Lots of nonsense. Lots of nonsense. Lots (laughs) of beers. Nonsense, dude. Um, So yeah, next week we will just we will be switching the format straight away and um, just going with uh, Sounders, Timbers, and Whitecaps. Really looking forward to that, Max. Any closing thoughts you want? <laughs> you want to leave? Hey, Zlatan retired. Yeah, love Is the guy. It? Yeah, legend, legend of the game. You can't uh, deny it. Whether best you of like luck in your retirement. It's coming, coming to uh, LAFC. <laughs> <laughs>
And, uh, yeah. <laughs>